Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Ooh, you know what I wish I would have brought on this vacation and I didn't? My Woo More Play candle. Mm, let's talk about it. It's called Hints by Woo. It's a massage candle. Ooh, baby. Rub me down and make it weird. I love the Woo More Play candle and I'll tell you why. It has a Santal scented aroma, which really sets the mood. And if you don't know what Santal is, Google it. It's friggin' fantastic. The key ingredients are shea butter, coconut oil, and jojoba oil. So baby, you can light that thing, blow it out, drizzle it down your own body, somebody else's body, maybe a cucumber, a carrot stick, you know, I don't know, your Italian stallion or just a bottle of sunscreen, whatever you're into. But uh, it's never too hot, okay? You just massage your partner, again, that bottle of, you know, banana boat, whatever else you're using, you can just pour it on whatever and get it going. Here's a tip. We're all natural, babe, but the goal is for someone to get crazy with you. All right. But don't just eat the candle, like be smart about it. Love oil is edible fun. Candle foreplay is a thing, but if it's not your thing, then it's really just a great fucking candle and you can't beat that. Listen, Woo More Play right now has limited edition boxes. They have the date night, which is one massage candle, one love oil and one freshie, or the number two, the come together, one massage candle, one love oil and one vibes. So check out Woo more play. And, uh, you know, they're going to be giving you that hot, hot discount. Just go to woomoreplay.com slash absolutely for 20% off. Ciao, ciao. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. I am so thrilled to be here. <laughs> when this is released, you'll be hearing this. I'm recording it a couple days before my birthday, but I will be 34. <laughs> March 15th is my birthday. Um, and wow, we've come a long way. You know, I said last week on the podcast, I can't believe it's been a year since this shit fire hot storm of a festering turd happened, but we're, I feel like the light is at the end of the tunnel. I know enough people are getting vaccinated and we're moving through it. And I'm hoping and praying that everyone is in a healthy and happy space and that we can hopefully see that we're moving in the right direction towards something. I'm just, I feel a little bit optimistic. Um, I had a couple of people DM me and say, Heather, you know, around when you got COVID at the end of January, we should have seen it coming and you've been really 
seem stressed and depressed and we're very glad that you seem like you're moving in a joyful place. And I'm glad to get back to that. So I appreciate your concern. And you're right. I got dark there for a minute, you know? I mean, it is what it is. We're keeping it raw and real on the Absolutely Not podcast. I just like saying, absolutely not. Oh, you know, I want to do jingles. Like if I could just record cheesy jingles for the rest of my life, I'd be so fucking thrilled. Anywho, um, I'm coming to you live from the Turks and Caicos or Twerks and Caicos as I like to call it. Because every time I'm here, I'm face down, ass up. Give me a rum runner and let's forget about it. Um, This is our home away from home. Uh, We have a place here and it's just a very happy place for me. Obviously, I'm a Pisces. I hate to be cliche, but I need to be by the water. I am a fish. I am. That's why I was so stressed out. I have been a fish out of water and I need to get close to my roots. And unfortunately, I live in Atlanta and I'm not into lakes. So unless I go to a lake, which I don't know if you know about our lakes in Atlanta, we have this place called Lake Lanier. It's literally a man-made lake over a fucking haunted city. And unfortunately, I'm not even trying to make a joke about this. So many fucking people die in this lake every year. You got to Google this shit. There's like this whole YouTube series about the deaths at Lake Lanier, how it's haunted. Um, it's fucking nuts. So I'm just saying, I, you know, I need to be close to water. And my only, the, my closest option was a haunted body of water. And I don't like to have demonic spirits in my presence. So I felt like, what was the best thing? I have COVID, the antibodies, we're good to go. I said, let's go down to the Turks and Caicos. You know, and I'm about to start traveling a lot. Work is picking up for me, which is very exciting. And I, I feel safe. I mean, obviously now they've been through COVID. I'm like, all right, we're doing it. I've been through it. Okay. Uh, so w- life's about to be crazy. I'm going to the Turks. Then I got to go to Charleston. And then I'm going to Nashville, then New York, then LA. So I'm about to be back on the road. And I, and I feel not on the road doing comedy shows just yet because those haven't opened up. Side note, y'all will know as soon as I know. If for any reason one of the shows says canceled, I don't have your money, like I've said before, Ticketmaster or whomever you bought the tickets from has your money. But we are hoping that all of those theaters are being redone right now. All of the schedule is being reconfigured. I can't even get the fucking words out. I've had two glasses of wine. Um, And I'm just flustered because I'm ready to go. So as soon as everything is announced, those tickets will go back up on sale. Unfortunately, we had to change some venues, so that will change. But call your point of contact if you have any questions about your tickets thus far. But I'm hopeful. I really think that we'll be able to tour this fall, late summer into the fall. And I'm ready to get back on the road and connect. I'm ready to go to work. I'm so pumped to go to New York. I've got a really cool opportunity up there, which I can't tell you about. (laughs) No, it's a commercial. I don't think I'm allowed to say what brand it's for and I don't want to jinx it, but it's for a very iconic food brand that I grew up on and I'm so friggin' excited. Like this is very serendipitous for me. So it's just awesome. It's awesome to feel like I'm wanted and needed somewhere and have like a place of purpose. You know, I think that's what kind of made, has made so many of us crazy. I mean, especially fuck. Have you been furloughed or you got, you know, let go from your job? Financially, it's just been a fucking shit show. But then it's also like getting up every day and feeling like you got a fucking sense of self-worth. You know, you're like just staring at yourself saying, do I need micro needling or a full fucking lobotomy? I don't even fucking know anymore. So I'm excited to get on the road and be working and busy and got a lot of creative stuff coming up. So that's exciting. And I'm writing a ton of new material to hopefully go on the road so I can see you bitches in real life. 
Although I got to tell you, the first tour we did was so out of control. And if you remember, I'm going to Charleston next week. And that Charleston show was so fucking wild. And if you have not heard this episode, you need to go back to like August of 2019. And I talk about Charleston and it was so wild. And those are my girls and I love that city. But I have a feeling every night on this next leg of the tour, when we get back to like being able to sit in a theater of 2000, just drunk bitches. It's going to be so out of control. Every show is going to be like Charleston, just fucking debauchery. And I think I couldn't handle it the first go around because I was trying to be like a serious artist. But now that we have all had this shared human connection of fucking terror, like we've actually been on the Hollywood, the Disneyland Hollywood Tower of Terror. That is what this last year has been. And like, you don't know when it's going to drop. You know what I mean? And you're like going up to each. Oh my God, this is the best fucking analogy. (sighs) Jeff, I'm so smart. Are you listening to this? He's sitting behind me on the hotel bed while I do a podcast. Yeah, I could have brought him on it, but it's my birthday weekend. It's about me. That's what this last year has been. I don't know if you've ever been on the ride, but it basically like takes you up and then you stop on like all these different uh, levels of, you look, it's like a free fall drop but you stop on these different quote unquote levels of this hotel and something, you know, there's lights and it's fucking frightening. So that's what this last year has been. You never know what floor you're getting off on and what's going to be on there. You know, are we going to, am I going to find a dead housekeeping lady? I don't fucking know. It's 2020 into 2021. I don't know what I'm going to find. I could be in the basement and there's fucking rats everywhere. I don't know what I'm going to find. But I'm hoping, I'm hoping the level, the the elevator is going up to the 10th floor and there's a sky bar. It's a beautiful view of whatever city we're in. And there's a bar with some friends because I need to be social and I'm feeling it. I am feeling the vibe. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So we're in the Turks and Caicos. Also, shout out to the Turks and, and all these other islands down here. Listen, this is our home away from home. We need to make sure that our people are taken care of. And they have just been hit so fucking hard because the islands were closed for so long. So if you do come down here, please be responsible and please take COVID, you know, protocols and measures seriously. And also like, you know, if you can afford it, tip your people because they have literally been out of work. And I mean, fuck, we've all been out of work. You get it. I get it. But you know what I'm saying? Come take care of the people. And when you can travel and you feel safe to do so, support people in the tourism industry because Lord knows the rest of the world depends on you looking like an asshole with a fanny pack on and duckhead shorts and a sensible sandal and a fucking selfie stick with a GoPro on the end of it and a fedora in a museum in Rome. Do you understand what I'm saying? I hope you understand what I'm saying. You know what I fucking miss? Cruising you know what? I never thought I would say that I missed cruising. Am I ready to hop aboard? You bet your ass I am. I always said that I think I miss my calling by being a cruise director. I just, I don't know when the last time you've been on a cruise, but it's essentially a savage, like open mic job every night where you just roast people from like Michigan to their face, but they're so drunk because you just had them do the conga line on the Lido deck. But then you get to like have them come to the theater at night and you play the newlywed game with everybody. And then they air it on the TV that's in your cabin's room so you can watch it too. The last cruise I was on about 10 years ago, 
the cruise director was this fabulous gay guy. And he was so fucking brutal and mean to the cruisers. And I ate it up. I was like, this is the funniest shit ever. And these people loved it. Like they loved the roast. You know what I'm saying? And I kind of can't wait to get back on the road and roast and giggle with y'all and be like, we've been on the Hollywood Tower of Terror. Let's get off of it, get shithoused and giggle and laugh. I am a right by the beach boy, but you know, the one thing I made sure I packed, you know it, you love it. They've been a strong sponsor of the podcast because, hey, it's a great product. I'm talking about that DHM Detox from No Days Wasted. Hey, they're here to help you maximize life's moments. I mean, you know, sometimes when you're drinking rosé in the sun, you know, you're listening to like, if you like pina coladas, and then you realize you've had seven and the next day you ruin an entire day of vacation because you had way too many sugary alcoholic drinks. And you're like, I was lit, but now I feel terrible. Well, the good thing is DHM Detox is an amazing herbal supplement, which is essentially a vitamin for when you drink. We all need a little support when we have a couple of drinks. Life is all about balance. And that's what DHM Detox helps with. Imagine this. A few drinks in the evening, you're having a great time. And the next morning, you wake up feeling normal. DHM Detox uses research science to help boost your body's natural response to alcohol and break down those toxins. You just take two capsules after your first couple of drinks and it goes to work. Hey, and if you're having a bigger night and hey, maybe you're celebrating St. Patrick's Day, listen, you just take the DHM Detox and you will feel as good as new the next day. How much is your next day worth? For the month of March, No Days Wasted is also donating 10% of all sales to small businesses. And that's huge. They're teaming up with the community to support restaurants and bars that have been impacted by limited capacities and forced closures. I got you 20% off your order and free shipping in the US. Just head over to nodayswasted.co slash absolutely and use promo code absolutely at checkout. That's nodayswasted.co slash absolutely for 20% off your order. Okay, back to the Turks and Caicos. You're like, people are always like, Heather, why do you come down here all the time? My dad came down here. He introduced us to this when they still had like limestone roads. He had some real estate developments down here. So it's just our, it's our place. It's our happy place. Every time I'm here, they say, welcome home. And that just feels like a very, you know, I don't know. Some people, like I said, they go to their lake houses. Again, I don't do lakes. Maybe Lake Tahoe because it's got clear water. But everybody in the South has a fucking lake house. And guess what? I don't get on your boat. If I do, I'm sure as fuck not getting in the water. I can't see through it. I don't know what's going to get me. You know what I enjoy? The Caribbean or the Caribbean, depending on how snobby you are. So we've been very fortunate to, you know, be able to come down here and explore it. And and it feels just good to be back. Every time I get off this plane, I'm like, I am here. I feel the wind. My hands immediately start to swell because I retain salt and salt water, even if it's in the air. I went to this jewelry shop that I like down here because I was like, maybe I'll buy myself a little gift. (laughs) The lady measured my ring, my fingers. I have long fingers. I was so swollen. She said, I feel like you're usually a seven and a half ring size. You're, You're giving us a nine right now. That's a full size and a half. That's insane. She was like, did you just land? I said, yep. Yes, surely. I sure did. She goes, yeah, it'll take a day or two for you to quit puffing up. I mean, I swell in the heat and it's not even that hot down here right now. But anyways, uh, shout out to Waimara. This is our home away from home. They're so good to us. And that's not like a plug, but it is a plug because people are always like, where do you go? This is where I stay. This is our spot. 
But yeah, one of my dearest friends, shout out to Jorge, who I met and he's years ago, um, kind of through the travel industry. And now he's a GM here and running the show. And I just adore him and his his hubs, Andrew, and they're just the best. And anyways, it's great to see, you know, familiar faces down here. And I met so many wonderful people down here and it just, it's a happy place. I'm just rambling. I'm sorry. You know, I've got a, I've got a nice glass of rosé in my system and I've been listening to some of y'all's voicemails and they made me laugh so fucking hard and there's so much to get into. But I also want to say, I think I'm having like this warm, bubbly, rosé, grateful moment because one, every time I'm down here, it's just a very special place for me with my dad. And he was a Pisces. And I, I'm just in this very like connected moment. You know what I mean? Like I saw, we had to go buy Jeff flip-flops today because he forgot his. And I was in this like surf shop. And I and I, just looking at the dad flip-flops, I missed mine. And I just got this like tickled pink look on my face. I turned to Jeff and I said, I miss my fucking dad because these are the fucking flip-flops he would wear. I mean, man had tailored suits and was styled as shit, but had very fat feet like myself. And his, <laughs> Kyle McMahon's just cheddar block feet in a rainbow sandal look like that leather was about to break. And I love him. And Jeff was trying on sandals. And I was like, I'm just happy to be here. My feet are swollen. My fingers are swollen but I'm just glad to be here. I'm 34. My Botox is weird off. I got to go see Dr. Nelson. You know, I'm just doing it. Oh, but the reason I said all this is I got to do something very cool. I went on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen, which I'm just a Bravo, like, whore. I love everything, anything and everything. And it was just such a cool moment that I got to go on the show. And thank you guys so much for being so supportive. I truly, from the bottom, the tip of my taint, it meant the world to me that so many of y'all felt excited for me. And I really genuinely feel like y'all have been along for the ride of my career and we're all in this together. So anytime you're happy for me, I'm happy for you. Like I want to champion you guys. So I would really love my birthday wishes next week. Let's move into the positive. We can still bitch and complain and giggle, but I want to hear some really great absolute yeses. So that's my challenge to you. Call into the hotline and give me some absolute yeses because I feel like we're moving into airy season. It's fiery. It's wild, but we need something really positive and exciting to look forward to. As always, you know, you can call into the hotline. It's 800-213-7503. But it just warmed my heart how excited everybody else was for me being excited. And that's a cool fucking thing. And I think for a lot of my friends who were in the industry, but they didn't necessarily kind of move up through social media, like I just put so much of myself out there that I definitely think it feels like we have a deeper human connection. And so I've had people say like, wow, these like people are really invested. But it's like, because we're doing it together. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm only as good as doing shows if you guys are there and we're doing it together. So truly from the bottom of my heart, it means the world to me. And I will get those show dates up as soon as possible. My tour agent, we're working on it. We're working with theaters and the and, and, and everybody to try and get it moving and grooving. And, and I'm hoping with the vaccine and everybody, you know, getting lubed up and, and ready to go, inoculated, if you will, we're uh, going to see the light at the end of the tunnel and get this shit going. All right. I've been rambling too much. I just want you to know I'm coming from an extreme place of gratitude and I miss my dad and I love being at the beach and come down to the Turks and Caicos and support them because they're wonderful people and they need your business. And this is my favorite place on the planet. Okay. Let's get into it. Um, These voicemails are insane. This first voicemail 
It's a two-parter. It's fucking outrageous. I won't talk anymore. Let's hit the hotline. Again, you can call in 800-213-7503. Let's get into it. I am beautiful no matter what they say because I'm using function of beauty. (laughs) See what I did there. What's function of beauty, Heather? Well, it's the world leader in customizable beauty, offering precise formulations for your hair specific needs. I'll tell you what, even through COVID, my hair has gone flat and then one day it's dry, the next day it's frizzy. I'm like, I need function of beauty. Here's the thing. You first take a quick quiz and tell them a little bit about your hair type and your hair goals, such as like you want to lengthen, volumize, and oil control. It's like one day my hair's super, super greasy, and then the next day it's dry and brittle. Riddle me this. But the good thing is Function of Beauty can help me customize formulas that will literally go through any change of season, any, you know, mood fluctuation that I have with my hair. They are flexible and can send you exactly what you need. Function's team then determines a perfect blend of ingredients, bottles your formula, and delivers it right to you. Every ingredient Function of Beauty uses is vegan and cruelty-free, and they never use sulfates or parabens, which will literally destroy your hair. And you can also go completely silicone-free, just mark it in your quiz. There are over 54 trillion possible formulations of Function of Beauty, and they have over 50,000 five-star reviews. You know I'm a sucker for a review. Never buy off the shelf just to be disappointed ever again. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash absolutely to take your quiz and save 20% off your first order. That applies to their full range of customized hair, skin, and body products. Go to Function of Beauty, Function of beauty.com slash absolutely and let them know that I sent you and get 20% off your order. Function of beauty.com slash absolutely. Hey, Heather, this is Lee, Caroline, and Heather from South Kakalaki. Woo! We've got my mom, Lynn, here with an absolutely not for you. And we need tell- to know if it's an absolutely not or is this like a, mm, yeah, tell okay. them, Heather. This is Lynn. Let me tell you something. I know what the absolutely not is in my family. I had an oyster roast the other night, and this girl I hardly knew. She came to the roast. She drank my beer. She ate the oysters, and then she was cold and went in my closet and got my red coat and took it home. Now, that's an absolutely not. So this is a really good absolutely not. That same girl after she left the oyster rose, came back a couple of weeks later and brought her a little dog, one of these like chihuahua dogs. And we don't like those. Anyway, the dog got it was not a chihuahua. It's a little yellow lab, cute puppy, whatever the hell it was. it, It got wet and she took my towel from Turkey that my daughter had brought, a Turkish towel, and wrapped that dog up and took that Towel home. And that's an absolutely not. <laughs> I am so in love with this voicemail. It's a two part series. I had to download and listen to the two parts 6,000 times because Lynn from South Carolina, Lynn, first of all, your accent's a long draw and I live for it. Shout out to your daughters who let you, maybe drunkenly or soberly, I can't really tell, call into the absolutely not line. Lynn, 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 everything about you, your voice, your accent, your tenacity, your spunk, your salty attitude brings me so much joy down into the deep tenderloins of my body. I'm just so obsessed with you. 
All right, let me break down this absolutely friggin' not. I'm offended for you. I cannot believe this woman was in your driveway eating your oysters and drinking your booze, your cheap Sauvignon Blanc. Like, who did she think she was? So, okay, let me break this down. First of all, in the South, there's a specific dialect where people don't, they add like an extra CH on things. For instance, it's it's oyster, but you said oyster, oyster, or maybe it's an S T T H C H U E R. You know what I mean? Oysters. You're like, I was having an oyster roast. And a lot of y'all, I bet somebody right now is driving in their car and they're in like Colorado and you're like, I don't know what the fucking oyster roast is. Well, it's a thing that we do in the South, especially South Carolina. I'm going to guess you're probably close to Charleston, maybe Mount Pleasant. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, Lynn, you're telling me some woman who is unwanted, some woman comes to your party. She goes into your closet. Okay, first of all, she's uninvited. So you see her in the driveway. Let me cut the axe up for a second. You see her in the driveway and you're like, I didn't invite Trish. Trish was not invited. Nobody sent her the bat signal that we were having an oyster roast. I can't drop the accent. It's a part of who I am. And then she comes in. She eats all of your oysters. She drinks all of your pinot gris. Then she goes into your closet because she's cold, borrows a red sweater, leaves the fucking party. And you know you didn't realize that the sweater was gone to probably about three days later. You're like, okay, it's already weird. She went through my drawers. You know, she was looking through my Talbot's collection. And she borrowed the sweater because I was trying to be a good host. I didn't want to kick her out. Did I want to kick her out? You bet your ass I did. But I did the right thing and I didn't kick her out. And then on top of that, this bitch has the audacity to take the sweater home. If that thing doesn't come back in 48 hours in a plastic dry cleaning bag with a fresh tag on it, I'm not accepting it. You know it. I know it. It's called Southern Hospitality. Get my shit dry cleaned. Because if you put it into your fucking dryer, your GE dryer, and that thing you know, shrinks up, we're going to have a problem. Because I bought that at Talbot's six and a half years ago. It's my favorite red sweater, and they quit making it. Which is shocking for Talbot's because I feel like they're a store of a lot of really great basics. So then you're telling me that this woman comes back, comes back to another gathering, uninvited, brings her dog, which, mind you, I love that you said it was a chihuahua. Your daughter corrected you and said it was a yellow lab. Now, Lynn, I don't know if the vision's slipping or if you just don't have a basic understanding of dogs, but a chihuahua and a yellow lab could not be further from the same thing. Do you know what I mean? I mean, a chihuahua is small, terrier-like, usually pretty vicious, nips at the ankles, will stare you right in your eyes and say, if you take a nap longer than eight hours, I will assume you are dead and eat your body. Do you know what I mean? But then if you're talking about a yellow lab, now yellow labs, that's America's dog. And so is a chocolate lab. I don't know if you know this, but every guide on this, every Sigma Chi at the University of Mississippi got a chocolate lab puppy their freshman year because that's the only way they could get any pussy. Do you know what I mean? It was like, okay. And they all named it something like, shit, what did they name it? Like kayak. Okay. <laughs> I'll drop the accent for two seconds. It was always a kayak. Like, this is my dog, Kayak or Kodak. And you're like, what is this? We get it, Mason. It's some dude named Mason from Jackson, Mississippi. And you just literally want to run him over with your Toyota 4Runner, but you don't because that would be murder. Um, But I love that you thought she brought over a Chihuahua. It was a yellow lab, big difference. And then let me get this straight. She gets her dog wet, probably 
you know, lets her dog run amok through your, your pool or down by the lake. You probably live near a body of water. I'm guessing you're a Charleston gal. And then she has the audacity to then go in your friggin' linen closet, borrow one of your Turkish towels. I love a Turkish towel. It's fast drying, great thin material, high quality fiber. It's a good, good dry wicking, dry, you know, it's got that cool wicking fabric. So, I mean, you can literally be soaking to the bone. Wrap yourself in it. You just have to breeze by a Turkish towel. And next thing you know, it has absorbed all of the water. And your your skin's actually so dry, it then needs extra moisture. That's how good a Turkish towel is. Furthermore, you're saying that this woman stole a Turkish towel that your daughter got from Turkey. This is not an Amazon purchase. This was a study abroad purchase. And then she took the towel and left your house smelling like wet dog? Wet chihuahua? You need to call the sheriff and you need to have this woman arrested. That's it. There's no other thing to say. You don't come to an oyster roast, you know what I mean, and steal my Sauvignon Blanc, my Turkish towel, my favorite Talbot sweater, and bring your ugly ass, yeppy ass, vicious fucking dog. You don't do it. You're going to find out where that woman lives. You're going to show up to her house with a dry cleaning receipt, and you're going to demand to get your towel back. And then you're going to take her dog down to the pound and have it locked up raw. No, I'm kidding. There should be no animals harmed in this. No, but but your daughter said that it was a yellow lab, which yellow labs are really cute dogs. So I'll t- actually take her dog. In fact, I want to adopt the dog. Get the dog, steal the dog from her because she clearly is just a renegade. And this woman needs to, figure her life out. Send her dog to my house and Rigatoni and the the small chihuahua slash yellow lab can just hang out together. Okay. Lynn, you were upset. I feel like Lynn too, you just left an olive garden and your daughters, they got you revved up and they're like, mama, what happened to you this week? And you're like, let me tell y'all what happened at my oyster roast. (laughs) Well, she sticks a deep, like a breadstick so far back in her throat and just like it's dry, but also she's like really feeling the flavor. She got an extra buttery breadstick, but somehow it was still dry in the middle. Like kind of a combination you don't see where it's moist and dry. You know what I'm saying? I, just go with me on this. You're probably deep throating a breadstick from Olive Garden. You're like, I, I need a collar. Who's this woman, Heather? It's just a, it's a complain line where you just call and complain. I had an oyster roast where I was violated. We used to have crawfish parties all the time, a crawfish boil. That's another big thing we do down in the South is we boil things, we roast them, we grill them. But don't ask me to pan fry. I don't know what that is. It's deep fry or bust. Lynn, I need you to just, can I just have you come on the podcast? Lynn, if your daughters are listening, if you're listening, Please email my producer. I need to find you. I have your number. I'm going to write it down. I'm going to call one of y'all back. But I need you, Lynn. I would love for you to be a guest on the podcast just because I want to interview you and hear more about your life because you're insane and you're fabulous. And if you say oyster, you probably also say pitcher. Or yeah, instead of picture, you say pitcher. And you probably say things like tenderloins. Instead of tenderloin, it's just tenderloins. You heard the difference. You get what I'm saying? Lynn, love and light. Thank you for bringing an old, cranky, not even old. I don't even mean to say old because I'm not trying to be ageist. But you know what I mean? Just a, just a, um, a sourpuss Southern woman and I'm here for it. But I'm actually on your side because I think this is bullshit and this woman needs to be, she needs to be arrested. And you need your Turkish towel back. 
and your Talbot sweater because you and I both know once you get a good fucking sweater from Talbot, you wear it for life. Point blank, period. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hi, Heather. This is Ashley calling from Wisconsin. I listen to your podcast every morning on my way to work. I work with little kids. I work at a school. My absolutely not is bitchy ass coworkers. I have this coworker. She's all about fragrance free. The whole school has to be fragrance free just because of her. God forbid. I kid you not. I opened a bottle of hand sanitizer. You know, the good smelling stuff. Like nobody wants to use Purell. After COVID, like, we're just sick of it. I get a nasty-ass email, including my boss, telling me about how we're fragrance-free, and I can't use that because she can smell it from the office next door with the door shut. I'm like, I'll shut my door. Sorry. She goes, oh, it goes through the vent. You need to remove it. Absolutely not. We're in a COVID world. If I want my hands to smell good with a little sandy-sandy, my God, that's, that's all I got for you. Love and light. Okay, this one deserves like a little bit of a North Dakota Midwest accent. First of all, come again? I'm sorry, fragrance free? Question mark, exclamation. Have we gotten this soft as a society? We can't even handle fucking fragrances. Like I'm all about progression, but you didn't, you don't have the authority to have a teaching degree or be an educator unless you can handle Axe body spray from like a 13-year-old after gym class or CK1 or Curve. Do you remember Curve? Did y'all ever spray Curve perfume? That was like the first perfume you ever bought. And I would come out of PE where, you know, I always had a note and I sat on the side, but like the day that we did like dancing or cheerleading, I was like, okay, I can participate. (laughs) I'm not jogging, Coach Tinny. No, you do it. Bye. And I would just douse my school uniform and curve to the point where, honestly, like I could feel my tear ducts burning. Like somebody had put sulfuric acid in my eyes, but I refused to really admit to myself it was too much cologne. It was too much perfume. So I understand pulling it back, but this bitch is that fragrant free. You can't work in a school. You know what's the number one thing that smells? Children whether they have on Axe body spray post-basketball or not. You know what I mean? I'm confused too. Does she have like a hypersensitive olfactory system? Is she pregnant and it's making her nauseous? Or is she highly allergic to any fragrance? You know what I mean? At some point, honestly, if this one more to say like, did you use a fragrance? I'm like, that's just my natural body odor. That's what you tell her. No, this is what you tell her. You turn it around you act completely offended and you go, hi, um, I don't, I, I understand you have an allergy, but also what you're smelling is just my natural scent. Cause I don't know if you know this, but people have natural scents. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like Jeff smells really like a yummy, it's like a cedar wood. This is him without cologne, but also a little bit like burnt tobacco with a touch of probably dry aged meat. And I know you're and like kind of a sweaty drage meat, like a pack of prosciutto that's been sitting out on the counter. You know, you got home from the grocery store, you, you took it out of the counter and it's sitting where enough on your kitchen counter where the sun hits it and it get a little sweaty. And then like three hours later, you're like, oh, fuck, I can smell the prosciutto. I forgot to put it back. That's my husband. But it's like good to me. You know what I mean? So the next time this bitch wants to come to you and say fragrance or you go, um, there is absolutely no fragrance. I'm highly aware of your medical condition. That's actually just my personal smell. And then if you say personal smell, everybody in the, 
everybody in the administration office will be like, vagina. And you're just like, it could be. That's not what you're saying. But if you just say personal smell, no one is going to question it. Excuse me, that is my personal scent. And I'm actually offended. First of all, what you just said was disgusting. I don't know if you know this, but I am Scots Irish Italian, and that is offensive. Do I smell like dry meat? Yes. With the touch of lavender, because I just used a hand sanitizer with fragrance, even though you specified I couldn't. Fuck you. That's my natural scent. You do not claim. You do not. You you lie to the end. You do not let this bitch win. I mean, fuck. If you know you use something that's got like Santal in it, and then she ends up in the hospital. I did not tell you to do this. Okay. I take no responsibility, no liability. I'm just saying, hypothetically, if I had to respond to an email, this is what I would say to that woman. This is my personal scent. And listen, people just have a scent. You know, you know what your friends smell like. And that's not in like a weird sexual way, but like my best friend, Ian Marie, I know what her skin smells like. It's beautiful. It's lovely. That's her, that's her human scent. So as far as I am concerned, as far as I am concerned, you deny, you deny. And I don't care if she sees you with a flatbed from fucking Costco and you have fabuloso. You know what I'm talking about. It's that beautiful, amazing, purple house cleaner. If I don't come back to my house when the housekeeper has been there and it doesn't smell like this woman has literally saturated my friggin' sheets and the hardwood floors and fabuloso. So I know you, you don't ever put fabuloso on your sheets, but regardless, if, if my toilet bowl doesn't smell like a bouquet of fabuloso, I'm upset. And I'm actually kind of sensitive to certain fragrances because I have itchy skin, but it's because I'm going to have an eczema flare up. It's not because I'm going to go into anaphylactic shock. Also, we do need to figure out why this woman's fragrance free. Will she go into anaphylactic shock? Then again, hypothetically, I would do none of this. You know, this was just a hypothetical situation. <laughs> Next thing you see, like, Ohio teacher chokes out on lavender hand sanitizer. Comedian Heather McMahon suggested revenge from coworker next door. I did not. I did not. I'm going to have my attorney, the Georgia law lady, hear me. I'm stating it. Don't do it. But in your mind, you can think this. You know what I'm saying? The subtext of that text is, bitch, but I have my fragrance. That's on God, period. Wow. God, we're soft. <sighs> you know, nowadays, you know, my friends who have kids in school, they're like, everything has to be dairy-free, nut-free. Basically, you can only make stuff with soybean oil. No, soybean, everyone's allergic to soy. With like palm oil and strawberries. Nope. People could have diverticulitis and the little seeds can get stuck in your colon. And then you got, you know, a six-year-old kid having a colon blow. Nobody has time for that. I mean, I can only imagine what it's like to work in a school. You got smelly kids. You got smelly administrators. Nobody's, you know, everybody's fucking sweating outside at recess. And you can't even keep some basic hygiene on hand because this bitch is fragrance-free. I don't have time for this. Absolutely friggin' not. You do you. You live your life. Let's get to the next voicemail. I'm staying at a gorgeous hotel right now. And you know what I love? Like hotel luxury level sheets and linens and comforters. And I love to crawl in. I'm weird. I don't know why I love the feel of a hotel bed. Most people are like, I want it to feel like home. Well, it can feel like home because you can take that level of luxury into your home with my favorite linen company, Brook Linen. Yes, it's like Brooklyn, the city, and linen, my favorite thing to wear in the summer 
together, Brooklinen. Let's talk about it. Listen, take a look at your comforter. Is it weird? Does it smell? Is it giving you attitude or like no warmth? or maybe having you burn alive, then you need to get a new comforter, okay? Here's the deal. If, if it's anything less than cozy, then you need something better. Brooklinen creates beautiful, high-quality bedding and home essentials. They work directly with manufacturers to give you a fair price. No middleman, no markups. Their comforters come in lightweight, all-season, ultra-warm to suit every type of sleeper and lifestyle. There's even a weighted comforter option for stress relief. Oh, yes, melt into that bed, baby. Um, Listen, there's a reason why Brooklinen has over 75,000 five-star reviews and counting. Here's the deal. I love my comforter. I love my sheets. It's just dreamy. It makes me feel like it's a a little piece of heaven every time I go home. Um, Here's the deal. Treat yourself to ultimate comfort with Brooklinen's comforter collection. Go to brooklinen.com and use promo code absolutely not to get $25 off with a minimum purchase of $100. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com and enter promo code absolutely not for $25 off with a minimum purchase of $100. That's brooklinen.com, promo code absolutely not. Hey, Heather, this is your friend LK in Birmingham, Alabama, and my other friend Morgan, who's in Atlanta. Just had a quick absolutely not for you um, regarding dating in your 30s. Highly unrecommended, but sometimes necessary. But just wanted to let you know that I was once dumped via Venmo. I had planned, or this man had, well, boy, because he's not a man had planned a trip for us to go to Portugal and then decided he didn't want to go with me to Portugal. And he um, then made me back the money for my ticket. So there's that. And then um, also, I just want to let you know that sometimes, this is just funny, you talk about people's colon falling out or your colon falling out. And mine like really did, which is funny now, but I just thought you should know. Okay. Love and light. Okay. Hold up. This guy fucking dumped you on Venmo? I'm going to need a minute. My asshole is clenched so tight right now out of sheer anger and rage. Fucking Venmo? What a little baby back bitch. Because he refunded your money for a trip you guys were supposed to go on. So that's how you knew he didn't want you to go on the trip. What a little baby back bitch. Here's the deal. You take the money back and you go on the trip. You do not tell him. You ruin his life by showing up at the airport for the trip. You keep all travel essentials and you plan it yourself. And you find out his full itinerary from his roommate and you go on every excursion to every restaurant, every brunch, every museum, every Tommy Bahama store, and you just say nothing. You maybe wear a wig and glasses like he knows it's you, but you never acknowledge him. You never, you can make eye contact, but you just, if he comes up to you, you're like, no habla inglés. You know what I mean? You pretend to be a sociopath, but you sit next to him at every restaurant and he's like, what are you doing? You're like, como estas? Bien? You just fuck with him. A fucking dump on Venmo. Guys are the worst. You really don't have the balls just to be like, hey, this isn't working out. Listen, I think we need to go our separate ways. I think this is a better time for me to take this trip on my own. Also, fuck you. 
Cole. I know this guy's name's Cole. I already know it's Cole. There's a very specific kind of dude who's a Cole. He worked at Abercrombie in high school. Well, so did Jeff. Jeff did work at Abercrombie. Didn't you, sweetie? He did. He's sitting behind me as I record this podcast alone on vacation. It, he, Jeff loved working there because there was no supervision. And that's the thing. I know Cole probably worked there too. The managers were all like 21, 22. They sprayed each other with the, you know, talk about a place that fucking smells. It's an Abercrombie. Did you know too that Abercrombie used to be a very high-end store? My grandmother shopped at Abercrombie. I remember when she died, I was going through and she had all these like beautiful linen shirts from Abercrombie. And I'm thinking, the same, the same Abercrombie and fit. And I'm, I can't, I could even as a kid, like barely fit into Abercrombie. You know, I was in like a men's extra large t-shirt <laughs> that had the AF in the corner. And everyone's like, why don't you wear like the real tight girl tees? And I'm like, cause they don't fit. Fuck you. I'm going to Hollister. Oh, and then Hollister came out and everyone was like direct competitor. But Hollister was smart. Cause remember they had those hot babe shirtless models that stood outside and they were both named Cole. So it was like Abercrombie and Fitch was also hiring other Coles who had ripped abs and everybody was just a douche. Yeah, I remember it. Peak of my childhood. It's like if I was going to go out to dinner or I was going to do some sort of excursion with my girlfriends and I knew they were mad at me but and they didn't call me, but they just returned my money. You know what I mean? Like, hey, I bought tickets to the movie. I send you a Venmo and then they just returned the Venmo and didn't call me. I would go murder their whole family. You know, I would show up at their house and be like, what was that? It's passive aggressive. I do not like people who can't get to the point. Tell me how you feel. Like when people just don't talk to you or they like ice you out because they have a bad attitude because they are, that's what a narcissist does. A narcissist doesn't look you in the face and have a conversation with you. A narcissist plays the victim and then just runs around and then won't speak to you for nine months. And then it's like, you didn't call me. And you're like, fuck you, Caroline. I didn't even know you're mad at me. You want to know why? Because I was living my life. But you're such a narcissist. You would sit home on the couch every fucking Friday and piss and moan and like, and just stew and come up with all these like, fantasy scenarios when you could have just told me you're upset because I didn't show enough enthusiasm when you bought the movie tickets in the first place. I'm going to tell you this right now. If you're ever upset with me, you come to me personally and you say it directly and we can agree to disagree or we can move on. Or I can say, hey, I'm sorry. Let's figure out how do we fix this. But if you just sit on your couch for nine months and tell me nothing and stew and then have the gall the audacity to come to me later and send me a rejected Venmo request or just send me a I'm like, why are you acting weird? And then they're like, oh, yeah, because remember three years ago, you wouldn't split a fucking appetizer with me and you said you wanted your own and you knew I was on Weight Watchers and I was struggling. You should have just said it at the time. I can't read minds. I'm a Pisces. I'm empathetic, but nothing pisses me off more than people who do this shit, this silent shit. You're not hurting me by not speaking to me. Do you know what I'm saying? You're not hurting me. You're just hurting yourself because guess what? I'm living my life and have no idea what you're upset about. And that's what's up. Take the money, go to Portugal or I think it was Portugal. I can't remember. Go take the money, go on the trip, wear a wig, wear glasses and just like a full white ensemble and then sit next to him at every restaurant, but don't, don't speak to him. And if he tries to make it weird, just again, say no English and just act like this guy's a fucking psychopath. Turn it on him. Make him crazy. I love mind games. Let's get to the next voicemail. Heather, it's Abby from St. Louis. 
I am calling it with an absolutely not. I'm going to trademark the phrase, stop being a bullsack, because I am really sick of people saying, oh, don't be a pussy. Don't do this. Don't do that. Um, I'm sorry. Pussies are really strong. They have babies. And they have a lot of things rammed up them. So if anybody's a baby, it's men and they're dumb ballsacks because you just flick them and they start bitching and complaining and crying that you hit their ballsack. So anyway, love you. Stay blessed. Abby, I'm so glad you brought this to my attention because I am guilty of this. You know, maybe it's because I'm in a male-dominated field and I, I also just love screaming, quit being a pussy. But uh, this is a really great reminder. You're right. Quit being a ball sack. I'll tell you one thing. Pussies are fantastic. You're right. They have babies come out of them. They have things go in them. As you said, we bleed like we shed. You know what I mean? If guys peed out of their dick hole, if, and I'm sorry, they'd already do that. If they bled out of their pee hole, they wouldn't know what to do. Like, I, I can't even imagine what Jeff would do. He's sitting behind me playing on his phone while I do this podcast. He's reading. He's reading. But he, it's on his phone, which doesn't count. I'm like, why are you staring at your phone for the last three hours? Show me some attention. He's like, I'm reading a book about caddies at St. Andrews, which is a very famous golf course, which I respected. He's a golf nerd. But regardless, put it on something bigger. Your eyes are, are going to go crossed. And you know how I feel about a lazy eye. Um, I agree though. Like if, if literally, if Jeff ever had a light period out of his penis, he would rip it off and throw it into the Arno. If you don't know what the Arno is, it's the main river in Florence, Italy. He would literally get on a plane with his bleeding orifice that's open, go to Florence and you, you know, you have to fly to Rome and then you got to take a train. It's a fucking thing. Bada bing, bada boom. And then he would wait to throw his penis in the Arno. Now, technically, he could probably just throw his penis in the Trevi Fountain, which is already in Rome. But no, he would have to take the extra step down to Tuscany, which would be honestly quite a journey with a bleeding ball sack. But you're right. We need to take the power back with this phrase. But I, I still love, I guess it's just because it's ingrained in me to say you're being a pussy. I love baby back bitch. One, because it, it puts together two, three things that I love. Babies back, which when I think of back, I think of back fat. I also think of baby back ribs. You know what I mean? Like you think I'm about to say baby back ribs, which are great. I love ribs, full rack, never half. And then bitch, which I love bitch. But when you're being a bitch, you're being a bitch. You and I know it. You know it. We know it. We all know it. I think bitch is one of those terms like, you know, you're being a fucking bitch. That's a term that we own the power to. You know, I tell Jeff sometimes, I'm like, you're being a little bitch. Like, you're just, to me, bitch means moody. It doesn't mean hormonal. It just means moody. Like, if Jeff's blood sugar gets low, he turns bitchy. If, you know, Robin can't find her iPad, she gets bitchy. It's it's a attitude thing. It has nothing to do with whether you have a penis or a vagina or half or both or whatever. But I hear you. Yeah, quit being a ball sack. And you know what? What, if, what good are ball sacks? Yes, they hold semen, swimmers, but they just get in the way. They get dusty. They get sweaty. Jeff has to powder them all the time. He adjusts them. I'm like, stop. We're at church. You're holding your goddaughter. What's wrong with you? And he goes, oops, I forgot. You know what I mean? That's what we're dealing with. The power of the pussy. Listen, I've been going to some of these um, 
kind of IVF test, if you will, before I freeze my eggs. Now, I, I hope it's okay that I say IVF because I guess I will eventually have to do IVF in order to get pregnant with these eggs that we're freezing. I mean, hopefully I'll have a couple extra eggs and then maybe if it's left up to God or nature, you know, we can get pregnant normally, but most likely our journey will be through a tube or something. I don't fucking know. I don't care. It's science. But I hope it's just okay that I say I'm doing the IVF journey if I'm just at the part where I'm freezing my eggs. Anyways, I digress. Semantics. Who gives a fuck? But you know, I'm laying there on the table and I took like half a Zanny before I went in because I was super anxious. And I literally, I'm the, the woman probes me, puts a wand the size of a, a nice walking stick up my uterus and then starts shooting dye through a catheter on both sides of my ovaries so we can see on the monitor whether or not there's dye going into my ovaries, which essentially lets you know like if you have a blockage. Since I had an ovarian torsion two years ago, they're kind of, they're like, maybe we need to make sure that like your eggs are able to drop from your ovaries down to your uterus to get then, you know, connected, whatever. Again, science, it's all boggling to me. But long story short, I'm laying there half as Annie and I'm looking at the stars because they literally put like, uh, oh, fuck. What do you call, Jeff, what do you call those things that are in a baby's room that they, you know, if they're laying in the crib and they look up at it, what is that called? God, you're fucking useless. Could be in a ball sack. He knows nothing. Great. Thanks for contributing. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, they had one of those with like pretty paper cranes so I could, you know, lay there and had stars on it. I'm like, all right, take a deep breath, look at something nice. This thing was fucking painful. It was like three minutes of really and truly excruciating pain. She's like, you're going to feel a lot of pressure. You're going to feel a lot of pressure. I'm like, bitch, I literally go, this hurts. This, wow, this hurts. What does Jeff have to do for IVF? He has to go into an office look at a couple titties in a magazine in a cubicle, put some jizz in a cup, and he's off to lunch. It's unbelievable. I'll tell you what, it's unfriggin' believable. And it's so funny seeing some of these guys who are in these offices who are like, you know, eight steps ahead of me because they're already dropping off semen samples or like today's the day. And they come in and they look like a dog with a cone of shame on. It's so ridiculous. They've got the cone of shame on and they're just like, you know, it's like 8 a.m. and they, they come in. And it's like a room full of like 40 women. We don't give a shit. What's your name? What, what, what's your name? Jordan. And you got a little to-go bag of your own jizz. No one in here cares. No one in here cares. We're not looking at you sexually. We're not looking at you embarrassed. We're literally going, ugh, another one. <laughs> DJ Khaled, another one. You know, like this one guy came in and he just could not make eye contact with anybody. He could barely get the words out to check in with the front desk associate. I mean, he was sweating. And I was like, you're dropping off this bag and leaving. Call me when you have a catheter in your uterus and you're looking at fucking bird paper origami cranes. Well, you got three minutes of just, you know, a science experiment going on in your womb only for the doctor to say, your left ovary looks grim. When was the last time somebody used the word grim in a medical setting? Happened to me. But I love my doctor. She's a bad bitch. You know what I mean? It's true. I mean, will I probably still call, you know, Jeff a pussy? Yeah, sometimes. But I think I'm going to try and push towards more of a ball sack. They're weird shaped. 
They're kind of loose. I'll have you know, there's a bad bitch who is um, a much older woman in our neighborhood. And she's probably in her 90s, still plays golf. Her husband, unfortunately, is not doing too well, but he was a big, big business dude here in Atlanta. Like everybody knows who he is. Long story short, this woman is at our country club one day and she was like, Heather, you want to know what the best thing in a marriage is? I was like, what? She said, I just installed really high toilets in our bathroom because my husband's balls, they're drooping so low that they dropping down into the water and getting wet. She's like, you got to get a deep bowl so their balls don't make them feel insecure and get wet. Nothing's nastier than wet balls. <laughs> and then she like grabbed her Tom Collins and like kept walking, grabbed her Pim's cup, whatever classic cocktail she's drinking. And I was literally like, yes, yes, Martha. She's like, let me tell you, my tits might be down to my toes, but his balls are in the water. And that's not a golf term. <laughs> That made me giggle hard. It's true. Call me. Call me when you're able at a gas rest stop, gas station rest stop in Birmingham, Alabama, and they're out of tampons, and you're able to find an eight-ply of bounty in the back and make a torpedo tampon out of it. Call me, MacGyver. I bled through more jeans, clothes, shorts, soccer shorts when I used to play and I never saw my period coming because when you're like 15, it just comes. Like you don't get a PMS. It just shows up at like, I don't know, 3 p.m. on a Tuesday. And you're like, I didn't see it coming. Call me. Call me when you can MacGyver that shit. Rip off a shin guard. Break it in half. Use it as a diva cup. Guess what? Keep going. Play some ball. That's what's up. I love this, female empowerment. And also to all the gentlemen who do listen to this podcast, I, I appreciate you too. And I love that you're here for a laugh because you know what? It is what it is. 90% of this is estrogen. We got a 10%, probably 9.9% homosexual, which I thrive with. And then that 1%, 0.1%, not great with math, that might be straight. And I'm here for it. And I love you. And thank you for the support because we're fucking doing it. And I, I love your balls. I do love your balls. but. Come on. They're pretty much good for nothing. Call me when you've had a period. Okay, anyways, um, I'm going to get back to my vacation and my work and all the things I got to do, but I love each and every one of you. And thank you so much for calling into the hotline. We'll be back with some hot guests. I Guys, I got to be honest with you. As I said earlier, I am going to be traveling. I'm going to be on the road. So I'm hopefully going to get a just a wide variety of folks to chat with, but uh, bear with me. You know, she's going to be ornery and tired and I've got to figure out all the COVID protocols with work and I'm just trying to do my best and keep my head above water. So I'm going to take the next couple of days, turn it off a little bit, sink my feet into the sand and get a stage five sunburn. Why? Because I'm 34 and irresponsible. I love you. Good luck to Aries. We're moving into Aries season. Buckle up because it's going to be a hot, fiery one. As always, you can call into the hotline 800-213-7503. Again, that is 800-213-7503. See you back on the flip side. Have a wonderful week, guys. Arrivederci. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon. <laughs>